Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Big talk, big opinions, the panel. Ollie Ritchie has joined us this morning. We're still uh, trying to get hold of Courtney Tyree, so we'll forge on through. Uh, and uh, Ollie, of course, of News Hub fame. Uh, Ollie, uh, you covered the Olympics. Uh, the Paralympics have made a little bit of a slow start for us. Uh, not quite the same extensive coverage uh, back here as home, but today it might light up. Sophie Pascoe in action. Um, fantastic. So uh, I think we can expect something special there. Yeah, absolutely. Morning, Smithy. Um, I think... It's, it's exciting watching someone of Sophie Pascoe's calibre swim, isn't it? And she's already achieved so much uh, on, on the world stage at the Paralympics, our most successful Paralympian ever. But uh, I would say she's a real good chance to add to that middle tally, and she's got a fair few chances to do it as well. It gets underway this afternoon. But um, while it was a, a bit of a slower start, I think what we'll see is as soon as we start getting those medals, and you might remember back in 2016, um, you know, those unlikely heroes that we sort of see, guys like Liam Malone, who weren't necessarily touted as a huge middle prospect and then kind of burst onto the scene and, um, and, and do really well. They win medals and suddenly that interest really grows. So, um, yeah, day one in the books and, and almost a medal, but I think we'll see that ramp up and Sophie Pasco has a huge chance today. Uh, hates this afternoon finals uh, a little later on tonight. I think we'll see our first medal. Courtney Tyree has uh, joined us uh, now, and Courtney, of course, of uh, Sky Sports fame, covers uh, off a lot of bases for us as well and does a great job. Courtney, we're just talking about uh, Sophie Pascoe, uh, not only an inspiration to women, but uh, an inspiration to, to people with, um, with problems, with handicaps in their life. Uh, where does she rate for you, Sophie Pascoe? Yeah, she's really great. I love Sophie Pascoe. I got to interview her at the Halbergs last year and she's such an inspiration but also so humble and just the way she goes about everything and I think not just just for people you know who have disabilities but also just for everyone in general the way she goes about things she just wants to improve life for everyone and she just wants to be I guess that role model for females as well so for me it's huge and to see her over there uh, is incredible. Now we spoke to um Kayla Johnson this morning. She was uh, our first interview of the morning. Very, very keen, uh, Courtney, to get back on the court. Uh, Northern Stars for her. Uh, and uh, then, of course, uh, uh, she's also been earmarked already uh, by uh, Dame Nolene for uh, sort of a, a fringe squad member as well. So how do you see that uh, for Kayla Johnson getting back into serious netball after having a family? 
Yeah, I think it's a great move. Uh, we spoke to her yesterday on Inside Netball for our podcast, and she seems uh, very eager to get back into it. And Kayla, when she was at her best at the World Cup in 2015, she honestly was probably the best netballer at that World Cup or in our Silver Fern side. So it's great to, for her to have that passion and that drive. She spoke about she didn't know after having baby if she would be able to get back into it just in regards to her body. So I think it's great that she has moved back to New Zealand. She's gone home to the Northern Stars, which was her last franchise. Uh, and Nolene, I think Nolene is very, very clever. We've got some pinnacle years coming up, the Commonwealth Games, the World Cup. So I think, and we are, after the last World Cup, lacking players who've obviously moved on, like Laura Langman and... Uh, Kayla spoke about possibly playing in the centre position, which is up in the air at the Ferns at the moment. So I think for Kayla, if she can get back to the player that she was or even close to it, she'll be putting her hands up, I dare say, for the Com Games and also for the World Cup. Let's stay on the, the Johnson subject, shall we, uh, Ollie Ritchie, which uh, means hopefully we'll see, uh, well, we see him in a, a Warriors uniform because he's re-signed, but hopefully we'll see him at home. Um, in Auckland playing for the Warriors. Uh, Sean Johnson back in the fold. What are you expecting there? Because uh, when he left, uh, it didn't seem to always rosy there, but uh, they've taken him back and taken him back with open arms. Yeah, things were far from rosy when he left. Um, and I do worry about this uh, acquisition for the Warriors. Um, I'm, I'm just not sure if Sean jo- Johnson is the answer to the Warriors problems and I'm, I'm more than prepared to be proved wrong uh, on this and, and maybe going away for a few years um, into a different environment, into a different team was really good for Sean and we might see him come back um, and kind of take on a new lease of life when he, when he rejoins the Warriors but I'm just not sure that looking backwards is the best way for the Warriors to move forward um, so you know for, for me personally I think um, it's going to be a bit of a stretch and it might be a, a bit of an adjustment for the side and, and for Sean. Um, like I say, I, I hope for the Warriors' sake they can get the best out of him. But uh, I, I just do wonder if, if looking backwards is, is the best way for the Warriors to move forward. I'm not sure. Who's your all-black captain if they name one this afternoon? Ollie? Oh, I, I, I would think Cody Taylor. Um, I think he's shown himself as a real leader at the Crusaders. He took on that role when Scott Barrett was injured last year and he led them to uh, another Super Rugby title. Um, I think he's been by far the best hooker uh, in New Zealand this year. He's um, experienced in that All Blacks group now. Uh, He's had leadership roles before. He has won at the Crusaders. He's in their senior leadership group. So I think... Um, yeah, I, I think Cody Taylor is the man for that. A lot of talk around Artie Savier and Bowden Barrett, but for me, um, I, I think Cody Taylor should um, should be taking that the, the captain's armband, so so to speak, um, into the next sort of few matches of of the All Blacks campaign. Ollie Ritchie is with us uh, from News Hub. Courtney Tidy from uh, Sky Sport. Uh, I'll ask if uh, you two can please stay with us. We're going to break for news now. When we come back, uh, I might ask. Uh, Courtney, if, if you've got an all-black captain, if you've got a choice there, but also we're going to look at uh, tennis. Is the, is the faces of tennis all of a sudden changing with people pulling out of majors left, right and centre? I do think they should just maybe apply for exemptions like other people apply for exemptions to get the quick spots that are available. Um, because I do think it's hard to say that athletes and sport is more important than people who need to come home for tummies or for sick family members or whatever it may be. So for me, I'm going to say that just 
apply for the exemptions like other people do. And I'm sure by just doing that, they'll somehow be fast-tracked. Okay, Courtney Tyree there and Ollie Ritchie, thank you so much for being part of the panel with your uh, honest thoughts here. It is a, a bit of a, a moral issue uh, that we, we have to discuss there. And my understanding is, and I'm hearing through the grapevine, that uh, when, uh, when they reserve some of these things, uh, these windows, etc., they reserve them by the plane load. Uh, in other words, the number of seats that are on a plane, and sometimes those planes aren't full, but they've actually booked those number of uh, rooms in advance. So some some sort of tie-up there, which uh, has been suggested to me, that all is not well in the system, uh, and that's the problem that uh, they're getting with the the backlog anyway. The uh, slightly older body is starting uh, to take a little bit longer to recover. Uh, we've seen Roger Federer pull out of the US Open. Uh, we've seen Rafael Nadal pull out of the US Open. Finally, uh, we're seeing a big, massive changing of the guard here, uh, Djokovic aside in world tennis. Yeah, we are, and it's kind of sad in a sense when you've grown up, I guess, watching all these players dominate after so many years, and we're slowly, I guess, starting to see their bodies. They just can't uh, go on that the world tour like they used to. And so when, yeah, when I saw that Serena's point out, I was obviously very sad like everyone else because um, at Wimbledon she did say you know see you at the US Open but unfortunately that won't be happening and like you said we've seen it happen through all these players but you we all know like when you're an athlete these things happen and sometimes your body just can't do what it used to do unfortunately. Uh, Ollie for you I mean you know you're um, young enough and old enough to remember the era that's been and look forward to the era that's, uh, that's coming through uh, behind Djokovic and putting pressure on him, um, what are you what are you making of the tennis scene at the moment? Yeah, there, there is a real changing of the guard, and it, it's it's kind of up to the this next generation to really need to take their opportunities. We saw kind of at the Aussie Open earlier this year a golden opportunity to um, for some of these younger guys, I suppose, or the next generation to really at their mark. And they, you know, Daniel Medvedev just didn't quite take it. He was really outclassed by Novak Djokovic. So. Um, you know, there's a chance for these um, these young men and women to to step up and to make their names in the, in the world tennis scene, um, but they have to take it. You know, they have to show that they can actually outclass. And I suppose the main one is Novak Djokovic, isn't it, um, at the moment? And as a massive Roger Federer fan myself, I would love to uh, just kind of keep Novak at bay a little bit. Um, I'd love Federer to continue to try and keep that record outright. Um, but, you know, these younger guys and, and, and uh, men and women have to, have to take the opportunities uh, in front of them uh, and they have to, to show that they can be uh, the next generation of superstars. Uh, and I think we're just starting to slowly see it, but I don't think we're, we're seeing it quite yet. Um, and so a big opportunity at the US Open, if, if someone can dethrone Novak Djokovic, that could be a real changing of the guard. Oli Ritchie and uh, Courtney, I... I posed a question very first thing this morning, which was a moral thing, really. It was just something I thought of uh, overnight. And, uh, and I looked at uh, the fact that, you know, you've got to book MIQ things so far in advance and they're in hot demand at the moment. You can spend days and days on the internet trying to push the button at the right time to get a window to get back into New Zealand. So I posed the question, uh, Ollie, first of all, you've been through quarantine. Um, should our New Zealand sporting stars, our All Blacks, our cricketers, um, you know, those people that are doing so well for us overseas, should they jump the MIQ queue uh, ahead of other people? Do that? Would they? Should they have the right to, or do they deserve to? 
that's a good question, Smithy. Um, I don't think... Yeah, um, I, I think they no, don't necessarily have the right to, but I, I think, um, on, on the one hand, I do think we need to do more to allow our international sports teams to travel. And, and, as it, and maybe it's looking at something like a, kind of a sports-specific MIQ facility that gives our national sporting bodies um, kind of confidence and certainty that they can go overseas, compete as they normally would, and they don't have the battle on their hands to try and secure an MIQ spot. And saying that, there are a lot of Kiwis living overseas um, that need to get back for personal reasons. Um, and I don't think it would be right to deprive them of that. So maybe it's looking at some sort of sports-specific MIQ facility that is there for our All Blacks, for our Black Caps, you know, for our sailors when the Sailors GP's on, for example, um, that gives them a little bit more certainty um, about trying to get back into the country that doesn't also, at the same time, um, jump the queue ahead of other deserving New Zealanders trying to get back into the country. Excellent point. And uh, I've got a text here from Zane, which I'll read out um, in about uh, five or so minutes along the same yeah. lines. Uh, Courtney... Courtney, what, what is your take on that? I mean, you know, there's a lot of people trying to get home desperately to see uh, ill loved ones, etc. So morally, it becomes a bit of an issue. Do, do you think there's scope for uh, our athletes to jump the queue? Short answer, no. I was one of those people when I was back in Sydney. I was sitting there trying to hit... Well, I was here before I went to Sydney. I was, trying, I was the one sitting on the MIQ website trying to find a spot. Um, I think they should apply for exemptions like other people have to apply for exemptions but I do think that there are people who need to get back into New Zealand to see six family members whatever it may be ahead of athletes and I understand going you know away and representing your sport your country and that but I do think they should just maybe apply for exemptions like other people apply for exemptions to get the quick spots that are available um, because I do think it's hard to say that athletes and sport is more important than people who need to come home for tummies or for sick family members or whatever it may be. So for me, I'm going to say that just apply for the exemptions like other people do, and I'm sure by just doing that, they'll somehow be fast-tracked. Okay, Courtney Tyree there, and Ollie Ritchie, thank you so much for being part of the panel with your uh, honest thoughts here. It is a bit of a, a moral issue. Uh, that we, we have to discuss there. Um, my understanding is, and I'm hearing through the grapevine, that uh, when uh, when they reserve some of these things, uh, these windows, etc., they reserve them by the plane load. Uh, in other words, the number of seats that are on a plane, and sometimes those planes aren't full, but they've actually booked those number of uh, rooms in advance. So some, some sort of tie-up there, which uh, has been suggested to me, that all is not well in the system, uh, and that's the problem that uh, they're getting with the, the backlog anyway. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.